Hello and welcome to the Kick in the Creatives podcast, hosted by myself, Sandra Busby, and my fellow creative, Tara Roskell, offering you interviews, inspiration, motivation, and a gentle prod in the right direction. And for lots more information, challenges, and other useful tools to help you get creating, you can go to www.kickinthecreatives.com. And of course, this is where you can also find today's show notes. Enjoy the show. Welcome to today's episode. And today we're going to talk about what every artist wants for Christmas, or at least what Tara and I want for Christmas. But before... <laughs> yeah, just, just in case you're thinking of, you know, Sending putting us on your Christmas list, yeah. <laughs> but before we get onto that, we want to say a big, big thank you to our latest Kofi supporters. Not only does it help us towards the cost of running Kick in the Creatives, but it also shows that you like what we do. And we're going to thank each of you personally at the end of the show and we also want to thank our sponsor evolve evolve can teach you to paint in a realism style to a professional level in a year or less and honestly that really is true not only do they provide all the lessons and the support you need online but they also send you all of the materials that you'll need for the whole course as well um, you have to actually see the results though to believe it so we would suggest that you watch a free webinar from Evolve by going to kickinthecreatives.com forward slash Evolve webinar. And to hear more about the Evolve program, you can go back and listen to episodes 67 and 73. And I think that'd be a great way to start a new year by doing a course like that. What do you think, Tara? If you could. Oh, yeah. Yes, definitely. Do you know Mm. what? I would actually, in a way, I would like to do that to myself. Mm. I know me being me, I don't think I'd be able to stick with it because it's quite, it's very much about realism, isn't it? But I would, if I'd have been at college, I would have absolutely loved yeah. something like that alongside the loose stuff. So then you'd have got the best of both worlds, wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, when you look at their website and you look at people before and after in such a short time, I mean, it is quite amazing and so much cheaper than art school as well. I mean, oh, hugely yeah, definitely. cheaper. So, Yeah. And we've we've also got another little plug. Sorry about this. <laughs> for our recently released uh, cartoon course, mm. it's all about creating characters and cartoons. And right now, we've got an early bird offer of just twenty nine dollars. So if you start for ideas for Christmas, then this will make the perfect gift for yourself or someone else that you know. And you can find a link to the course on our website, or you can go to kickinthecreatives.com forward slash cartoon course to find out a bit more. So there's been lots of people sharing their work for the challenges this month, as always, on social media. Um, I'm just going to pull out a couple of people here. Joe Brown. Oh, my gosh. Joe Brown. I, I mean, every month when she does her stuff for challenges, she comes up with something and you just think... I don't know how you do it. <laughs> They're always so just uniquely her, aren't they? Because didn't, oh, yeah. Joe, didn't Joe do the map faces or am I thinking of someone else? She did do the map I faces. I think that was Joe, yeah. 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 Well, this this month for Pose Vember, she's been doing um, blind contour drawings like of naked people. And honestly, they are so quirky. And when I look at them, I actually I commented and said they, I think, would do really well through the right gallery if they were in a frame. I think out of all of her art so far, these ones are, I think they're my favourites. Like yesterday, I think it was yesterday, she did one, and um, it's like 
uh, a woman sort of standing there with her arms in the air and she's only got one boob but it just looks just so right it's just so cool I love it yeah I love that one I did jokingly say because like she got a boob sort of near her knees I said that looks like me putting on a hoodie because there are <laughs> <laughs> you know you know when you try and put on a hoodie and you get a bit wrapped up in it you can't get your head through the hood bit have you ever done that <laughs> I just thought you meant your boob was hanging out <laughs> Well, yeah, you end up with everything hanging out, don't you? Do you, do you not like, wear underwear, Tara? No, you, uh, no, no, I do. I have a bra on. I was, I just thought it was funny. But oh, she, you know, yeah. she she's jokey. I'd only say it obviously because we we know her through through you know the group, don't we? I wouldn't. I wasn't trying to be rude. I'm just messing about. Note to self: buy bra for Tara for Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, so no, I've loved I ha- those. I really, really love those stuff. Her stuff every month. I've, I think she she just gets better. Um, anyway, yeah, Sana Sira as well. Now she's been doing the kick collage challenge. A lot of people have been doing that this month. Actually, I think it's more popular this year than it was last year. And I've actually been really enjoying her stuff too. Everything's sort of really colourful. Mind you, there was one that was a sort of black and it was black and white with just red outlines of a face that kind of had text in the background that was really interesting and I'm always taken with anything with text because it compels me to want to not just read it but understand it and what I really like is when somebody uses text that's um a bit like what you're doing with you know what you're doing at the moment Tara with your faces you're using you're ripping up quotes aren't you and kind of sticking them in various places and you wouldn't necessarily know know what it really means unless you kind of put them all together. And I like yeah. that because I like I like the puzzle of that. I like trying to work out what it means. So I have loved her stuff as well. What about you? What's caught your eye? Um, Rachel Redden. She created a picture of a woman where she went straight in with a brush. I don't know if you saw that the other day. I did. Yeah, it's it just black and white. Fantastic. Mm. Really loved it. Really simple, but really effective. Um, and then another one that I'm absolutely loving, I love a lot of her work anyway, is Jackie Hussey Peluski. Now, she's been creating these abstract watercolour trees. I just think they're fantastic. They're, she's obviously used a lot of wet and wet, and there's all different sort of colours merging. and Oh, just beautiful. I mean, I hate drawing trees, but these are fantastic. So it just shows that you can, even if you don't like drawing that subject, you can really appreciate what someone else can do with it. I love the fact that it's taken you, well, and me, about three or four years of podcasting and um, talking about some of Jackie's work to be able to finally pronounce her, her name right. Presumably, you just have. That's the first well, time you've know. said it. <laughs> it's the first time you've said it without saying, "Is that how you say her name?" <laughs> well, I probably got it wrong. So, probably. who knows? <laughs> anyway, what is new with you? Well, I am, as you know, working on two paintings at once. And I've tried this before, you know, where I think I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to try working side by side with two paintings. And for some reason, what usually happens is I end up getting carried away with one and then forgetting about the other one and just thinking, no, no, I can't focus on two. I can only focus on one. I'm just going to get this one done and then start the other one. Well, this is the first time I haven't actually done that. And this time I am actually, um, doing one stage of one, then doing the same stage of the other, and then by that time, the first layer is dry of the first one, and then doing the next stage of that. So, yeah, it's, they're ticking along quite nicely. And the problem is, they are now at that ugly stage, you know, that hideous, 
stage yeah. where you think, oh my God, this is not going to work. This is horrible. I can't do this. I'm rubbish. Um, this is never going to be a nice painting. I can't make this work. All of those things that that nasty little critter on your shoulder sort of starts harping on in your ear. And um, See, that's a perfect social media video, that is. Just yes, stand there, I, look at your thing and say, I hate this stage. Yeah, I have actually. Do you know what? That is on my, my to-do list. I've got a little All note right. to say that. Yeah. yeah, I have actually got that. Um, but it is, it, you, you do, and do you know, any, I don't know who, listen, who is listening to this, who knows my work. If you want to know the kind of work I do, um, it, you can go to my website if you want and you'll know. It's sandrabusbyart.com uh, or my Instagram, sandra.busby. And I'm a realism painter. And, you know, when I finish a painting to that stage where I think, yeah, I can put it up on my website. I'm always really, really happy with them. But you can guarantee every one of those paintings you're looking at, I went through this stage where I thought, this is never going to work. And even though I feel I am at a stage where I know this is a process, I know it will work, really, it's part of the process I've been doing this long enough to know that every painting goes through this horrible stage for some reason even though I know all of that and that is what keeps me going and stops me from giving up on the paintings obviously but for some reason that voice is quieter than the one saying just what are you doing you, you know you've obviously forgotten how to paint because it's been too long since you finished the last one before you started this one <laughs> So, yes, yeah, so what well, the worst thing about having two on the go is I've got to stare at two paintings at that stage. So, yeah, that's interesting. But anyway, it, I suppose um, what is good about it is I do want... It does make me think I need to get on to the next stage quick. <laughs> I don't want to procrastinate and be staring at that yeah, for too good, long. Yeah, that's a good point, yeah. And I really want to get at least one of them done before we go away because we're going away on the 1st of December for pretty much the whole of December. So you, Taro, are going to be... Uh, you know, looking at um, social media all on your own. So social media might be a bit quieter than usual when I'm away, but I do want to actually get one of those paintings at least done so that I don't come back to two ugly paintings. <laughs> I can't remember what you're doing. What are you painting? I can't remember. I'm um, featuring marbles in one and... Oh, I'm yes, yeah. I'm featuring bottles in another with marbles, but the bottles are more of the features uh, than the marbles are. So, yeah. What about you? What is new with you? Um, well, I've been creating some of more of those paintings incorporating words, mm. but my successful ones aren't as many as I hoped. And I know what it is. I'm putting pressure on myself because, you know, when you have this expectation. Yeah. So normally I'll just paint a face and there's no big expectation of this face. But because I've said, I'm doing these faces, incorporating these words, and I've got this big concept, they're now not working, a lot of them, which is kind of bonkers. And actually, someone messaged me on Twitter the other day and they said, when is your, do you, do you remember that picture, the painting I did? And I th it was one that went really colourful. It was the first one I did that went really colourful like a face facing forward it had a bit of newspaper yes it I wasn't do. one of these sets yeah. and, basi and basically that that piece was done because I was feeling very fixed in my ways so I thought right just gonna use a bit of paper nothing precious a um, bit of mixed media paper it was a little bit bent at the top 
you know, because you think, I think, oh, it doesn't matter. It's, the idea is being no, no pressure. So I'm not going to get a new piece out of the pad. I'm just going to use that. Anyway, they message me and they say, can I buy that painting? Oh, no. They, well, they say, when's, when's it going up on your... Oh, she, no, she didn't. She said, when's it going up on your website? Because, you know, I'm interested in that painting. And I go, and I have to say, oh, that, that one's not actually available, but I will put it up as a print. Because I thought, I look at it and think, I can't sell it. Because it's the paper's a little bit, the top piece, you know, about a centimetre yeah. in is a little bit bent up. And I and oh, the reason God. was to make make it all non-precious for myself. But of course, because it's non-precious, it's worked better. Is is it part of well, that sod's law? Oh, it, absolutely. It doesn't surprise me at all. Oh, I can't believe that. What a shame. What a shame. I know. And I suppose as well, but, were, were you using... Um, materials that were less precious as well in the fact that the paper wasn't as good or anything like that or were you using the same materials you normally do i mean it was a mixed media paper yeah so it's it's fine it's a canson imagine it but it's quite thin so yeah yeah. it will buckle a little more i didn't tape it down (laughs) because i was being non-precious tragic did she say anything about wanting the print yeah she said she might get a print oh but that's so funny i got the impression i know oh. well you mentioned not working so well and i wondered if that was partly because you're trying it in a different size as well at the moment it is yeah yeah it's that so as it's well. not it's just, just the concept and everything no. and the pressure it's because you're actually you, you know you're trying something new as well with the size aren't you so that's that's quite yeah. tricky so i'm gonna have to keep on doing different ones using mm. the same words because yeah. i'm not not happy with some of them um yeah so that was one thing then also i tried did i mention them before that i tried my first instagram live did i say that on the you told podcast? me i don't know if you said online though oh well i i tried it but it was um, it tumbleweed and it was, <laughs> well no i don't know because i can't really see because really i was the other side of the camera because i didn't do it talking to her i did it so it was when I was making a background, did you say? Did actually, you say that you were going to be doing it? So no, people knew. No, oh, right, okay. Because purposefully, I just suddenly thought, do you know what? I'm just going to do this. So I've got it out of the way. So I've done one. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like I don't care how many people watch this. I'm just going to do it. So I've done it live. And right. I did it with a background, mm-hmm. and I actually wasn't happy with the background, so I redid it. <laughs> <laughs> but i did it live and then I, what i was intending doing was putting that up on my feed but it flickered so badly the lights because uh, clearly yeah. it's set it's set up for the american you know, light flicker so um yeah so i didn't end up putting it up full so oh, i think you know, so, yeah i'm gonna have to have different lights on around me next time and then one other thing that i've been doing also and i don't remember if i mentioned this before but i've redone my website in shopify Shopify. Um, uh, I've heard yeah. of that. Yeah. Yeah. is a big shopping site and it was recommended by sort of this course I'm taking at the moment. Um and I have to say it's probably one of the better ones I've used so far. Uh I really like the template I've used. So if you want to go check that out, it's um Tararoskellart.com. Yeah, I'm really pleased with how that's going. I've still got some more bits to do on there that I'm not happy with, but it is getting there now. I think I've seen it. Is yeah. it the one where the, the you've got it as the, a woman holding the paintings in front of her? Yeah, but that's what I don't like. <coughs> oh, really? <laughs> I'm, getting rid of, I'm getting rid of her, yeah. Right, right. Because she comes with... Um, I'm using a company called Printful. Uh, they're a print-on-demand company. Yeah. That 
can print the prints. Yeah. And what they do is they give you mock-up images and, and they automatically pull through to Shopify. So you choose which of the mock-up images. I don't particularly like any of the mock-up. What I want, I just want a whole to see the whole picture. Yeah. So you can see it nice and close up. Yeah. But they don't, they don't do any that show it very well. They do it so you've got a mock-up image, but then it's got a load of white space around it. I don't want loads of white no. space. The website's got the web white space mm. around it. Mm. So I'm basically going back in, and this is a complete pain, because the sizes they do are cropped slightly on the painting. Yeah. So I'm having to go in and try and do the same crop so I can put that on the website, which is a real pain. Do you know what I mean on the proper yeah. image? Oh, anything so, to do yeah. with websites is a pain. <laughs> yeah. I hate updating websites. I really do. Yeah, it's not, yeah. It's not my favourite thing, but I look at it now and I think, oh, that looks so much more professional than yeah. it did before. Yeah. So, yeah. no, it's good. Also a sign up there if anyone wants to keep up with all my news. I've actually started writing a newsletter. I know, because I get it. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, should we I get was going to go to... once a week, yeah, but I now decided once a fortnight. Oh no, don't don't bother me once a week. <laughs> no, sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll start deleting you. <laughs> You'll block me, will you? I'll go now. I'll put her in the junk box. <laughs> yeah. right, thanks, Mark Tara, a spam. <laughs> no, I tell you what, my my newsletter is supposed to be quarterly, and I did it that way. A, so I had plenty to share, and B, because the last thing I wanted to do is if people signed up to my um, newsletter for them to get annoyed because I was constantly telling them about stuff all the time. Um, anyway, so I thought quarterly would be fine. But honestly, it's, um, I would say it's more like, I don't know. Yearly. Four, yeah, more like six monthly. I do I do, do yeah. them, but they're, they're few and far between. So, yeah. Oh, well, never It mind. is recommended to do it weekly. I apparently. think I, they say that, but I don't, I don't want to get, um, in fact... When I get a newsletter letter once a week, unless it's a really good newsletter and it's really, I really want to know what's in it, I tend to then unsubscribe because it's too much. Because I don't need to, you know. I I think I like the idea of having fewer newsletters but plenty in it that's helpful in one hit, rather than lots of little things throughout the month. Because that drives me a bit nuts because I'm like, oh, God, my inbox uh, is just totally full all the time and I'm just constantly delete, 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 delete. Um, sometimes I just don't bother reading any at all because I just think I can't. I haven't, got chance to, I haven't got time to read all these newsletters. Whereas if somebody just sends me one every month, then I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll read that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, I kind of think that I think once a fortnight might work for me, mm, but I'll see how it goes. Yeah, yeah, well, because once a fortnight's yeah, not too what, bad. That's what you're supposed to do, apparently, yeah. from a marketing point of view. Yeah. supposed to be. Oh, you better. know how great we are yeah. at marketing, Tara. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's why I'm sort of not listening to me and you. Yeah, that's why we've never we done probably... another episode on marketing, because <laughs> neither yeah. of us are very good at it. Oh, dear. Shall we get on to today's topic? Yeah, let's do it, yeah. Yeah. So we're talking about what um, every artist wants for Christmas. So... If you're hoping for an arty gift yourself, I thought what you could do is you could sneakily put this podcast on while your family are kind of about, because you never know, they might um, get some good ideas from the podcast. So uh, we thought what we do is start with some stocking fillers and then kind of work our way up to bigger presents for, you know, important people. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so uh, obviously, I mean, goes without saying, easy peasy, pens and pencils. They'd be a perfect addition to a stocking. You cannot get enough of them. So um, we thought we'd list some of our favourites. Tara, first of all, what are your top picks? Well, I think it's funny because I think non-arty people think, oh, how boring, a pen or a pencil. But what they don't know is we love it. Yes. We love these things. Mm. So I'd say a Unipin waterproof pen or a Pigment Sensei. Um, both of those are waterproof, which I think is great because you can use them with watercolour. Uh, then if you want to go for something that's water-soluble, I love a Papermate flare pen. They're a bit like felt tips. And then when you use some water, pr- uh, water brush, you can get some really lovely mid-tones. Then Chunky Marker. I don't really think this. I just put that on because it'll annoy you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I hate Chunky Markers. That horrible chisel-ended thing you gave me to try once. No, I hate that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 2B Pencil. Now, you can't go wrong with a 2B Pencil. They're a pretty good all-rounder. Uh, a mechanical pencil and actually I've pretty much switched to using mechanical pencils now because you can just stick your different leads in and I'll stick a 2B lead in there and then you've never got to sharpen your pencil which is a complete pain is it sharpen your pencil and I've got I think I've got a couple of different brands I know one's definitely a rotary ticky I can't remember what the other one is but I think most of them are, are pretty decent what, what, what brands have you got mechanicals do you know I I'm trying to think. I, I do use a mechanical pencil, um, and I can't remember the brand. I cannot remember oh, the brand. Oh, um, well. No, sorry, I don't know. But, I mean, they're, they're much the same, aren't they? I think the one yeah. I've got is quite good because it's, it's got a bit where you, um, you know, on a pen lid, you've got the kind of thing where you, it's like um, a little handle. You can slot it over a page to stop the pen from rolling away. Yeah. Well, you yeah. use that, you pull it, or I can't remember if you pull it or push it, but it, it retracts the lead so it can't snap. So, yeah, shame I don't, All right. shame I don't yeah. know any more than that. <laughs> no. You, you could actually go and get some chunky ones as well. If you like to use a really yeah. thick lead, Koh-i-Noor, they do this, these holders. They're like these chunky holders. I think they're called clutch really pencils, aren't they? I'm sure they're called clutch pencils. Oh, I don't know, but they're they're really chunky leads, but you can get like 6B, 6Bs, I think, in those, and really soft leads. They're they're quite good. And also, you can't go wrong with a white gel pen. Now, I don't know the brands of these either, but I think there's a few. Isn't it Unipin? I think Unipin do one. I'm not sure. Yeah, they do. I've got one. But yeah, they're actually great for adding white highlights, and they run out really quickly, so you're always in need of one of those. So what are your choices? Well, I love the Lamy Joy fountain pen, and Lamy is L-A-M-Y. Um, and I actually recommended that one to you, didn't, didn't I? And you, and did, you didn't yeah. like it at first. No, did I did. You? Oh, oh I thought you didn't oh. like it at first. and then but Safari, then you... yeah. No. Yeah, I didn't like the Safari yeah. much. Oh, I thought it was the Lamy Joy. Oh, okay. So anyway, I really love that. And um, it's got kind of like a really broad tip well not really broad but it is broad it's it's kind of like a calligraphy pen in a way and I think it's fantastic for loose sketching because it gives such a a variety of lines so you've got really thick ones if you want them you can go really thin and I just really enjoy it so that's my first one Uh, also Lamy do one called the safari pen which like you just said you didn't like that one at first um it's got a broad I still don't like that one no oh really no I like that that's an all that's kind of what I'd say my go-to all-round sketching pen um it's I like the broad nib with that one but the broad nib is not broad like the joy pen 
it's it's just broad compared to the finer one, if you know what I mean. So you don't get a massive variety of lines, but it still gives a subtle variety of lines. So I like that one. Um, like a lot of pens, Lamy pens come with the cartridges, but you can pick up uh, some cartridge converters to go in the pens. Now, I love these because they're so much more economical than the cartridges because, you know, you just refill them when they run out. You don't have to... I hate them. You hate them? Oh, really? That's interesting. I love it's them. We're not a messy being very person. useful, are we? No. <laughs> some artists will hate them and some will love them. I really like them. Do you know who them? loves them? Who, who will love them will be the tidy artist. So <coughs> yeah. the artist friend or if it's for you, if you're a tidy person, you're going to love those. If you're a messy person like me, you're going to spill ink everywhere. Oh, okay. Now I just lay the, I just put them on um, a bit of a kitchen roll before I do it. And then right. I just, just to catch any drips. But from from the environment's point of view, it's a lot better because obviously you're not binning any plastic. Every time you run out of a cartridge, uh, of ink, you chuck a cartridge away and put another plastic cartridge in. Well, of course, these ones are you just reuse over and over again. So I like that. I really love, and I remember um, you recommended this to me, Tara, the Pentel Japanese brush pen. In fact, I think we were in London, weren't we? And you said, oh, try this. And I tried it and I thought, oh, I hate this. Don't like it at yeah. all. I've got no control. Um, but I tried it again after a few weeks, I think. And after a bit of persevering, I literally could not do without it in my my kit is one of my go-to pens to use so i'd highly recommend that one they're really lovely brushes um an interesting pen for any artist to try out which a lot of artists won't have tried uh, or may not have is called a sailor pen so it's like a fountain pen um but the tip goes off to a 55 degree angle so it's a bit of getting used to i think when you first start but you can get a really, really, really thick line with it. And if you turn it the other way, you can get a super, super, super fine line as well. And um, I've seen Koshakuna use them. I've seen quite a few of the really um, well-known sketchers use them. And I I have to say, I am not saying I love mine. I've got one. But I'm saying that it does make for an interesting gift because I don't think a lot of people will have one. Um, okay, another handy addition to any stocking would be, of course, a bottle of ink to refill your pens. Um, but you do have to be careful to use the right ink in a fountain pen because they can really, really clog up. So I would recommend Noodler's ink, and that's a really good one to use, and it's water resistant as well. So you can use like a wash over the top of watercolour if you want to. Or if you prefer water soluble ink, the ink made by Lamy, that's the other one I use. Um, so that's a really cool thing to have if, if you like, if you know, for a sketcher or, or someone you know that loves going out urban sketching particularly. Another handy gift would be a reservoir brush. It's basically a brush where the water is in the handle, so you kind of squeeze it as you need the water to come out. And uh, that's really, really useful for when you're sketching on the go. I, I couldn't be without mine when I'm out and about sketching. I just call that a water brush. Yeah, I don't no. know what they call what are they called they're called a reservoir brush. A reservoir right. brush, yeah. Yeah. I've actually got another brush that's um it's not a water brush, but the you can it's like a little Kalinsky sable brush, but what you do is you can unscrew the handle and then you put the brush into the handle and then screw it back so it almost it stops it becoming damaged inside your um your pencil case. 
So that's another cool no, that's one. That's a good idea. Mm. Yeah. Um, so now we've got all the pencils penciled, you need something to keep them in. And I don't know about you, but I'm a nightmare with these because I have so many pencil cases and tins. Yeah. yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous. So, so yeah, make sure you have a look for a pencil case or a tin. Um, and also, you can also get one of those pencil rolls. I've got a couple of those with my coloured pencils in. And what's good about those is you can literally, they've all got slots for all your pencils, so you can roll them out, you can see everything you've got in there, which is always a pain with pencil cases, isn't it? Because you're rummaging around trying to find the pen you want. Yeah, nightmare. <laughs> I couldn't do without my putty rubber. Now, this is a great little stocking filler as well. They are really, really good because what you can do with a putty rubber is you can mould them into the finest little points and you can erase the tiniest little areas or lift tiny, tiny highlights, you know, out of a drawing. But they can also be rolled into a great big sausage um, so you can erase <laughs> a much... What are you laughing at? So you can erase a much bigger area. So if you roll it up and then you can roll it across. And uh, I use mine like that a lot because when I, um, when I uh, draw out my... Um, canvases so say I'm drawing my bottles my big bottles on a canvas and I'm kind of roughing out where it's going to go sometimes I use a pencil sometimes I just go in with with um paint but generally speaking I'll go over the biggest shapes with a pencil first but I don't want that to be a harsh pencil line because I don't want it showing through and I don't want it to start um smudging into my paint so what I do is I'll make my putty sausage and then I roll it over across the canvas across the drawing with my hand and it just makes it pales it right down without erasing it fully so that's really good that's what I use mine for um, I hate those as well <clears throat> yeah you hate what <laughs> I hate putty rubbers oh you don't like putty rubbers oh no, I, I don't use things. any other type no have you got one of those battery powered ones <laughs> excuse me <laughs> A battery-powered one. You no, can get these tiny got... little erasers, and, and they, they've got, like, you put batteries in them, and then... They... No, I know. I know what you yeah. mean. Yeah. I didn't uh, get no. on with those. I thought they were rubbish. Um, no, I've just got normal erasers. I just Have don't... You... I hate how messy putty rubbers get. Ugh. <laughs> you send up a great mess. It's really funny, actually, because if you look at my art studio... And you, you always say I'm so super tidy and a bit OCD and you're the opposite. You'd think that you would be fine with messy ink and messy putty rubbers and messy this, messy this and messy that. But it's the opposite way around, isn't it? Yeah, I don't it is. Mind yeah, any of that. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I can't imagine anyone finding a putty rubber messy. But anyway, uh, the other thing, a two hole pencil sharpener. Actually, I, you, I think, introduced me to a two hole pencil sharpener really really good because if you've got say you've got one of those magic pencils you know the big ones that you've got several colors in them at once actually we should have mentioned that for a stocking filler shouldn't we i think they're called magic pencils do you know which ones yeah, i mean so like the rainbow rainbow ones, ones yeah. yeah and they're quite fat and of course you still want to be able to sharpen them so if you've got one you know if you've got a sharpener with a big hole as well as a little hole then you can do both. So that's really handy. And they catch the sharpenings as well. So, And do you know what they're really good for as well is a Neocolor 2, which is my next thing on my list. See what Ooh. I did there? 
Yeah, handy yeah. link. <laughs> yeah, they're they're really good. Yeah, those pencil sharpeners, the largest hole of those will actually sharpen up a near colour too, which is a wax pastel. They look very much, if you haven't seen them, very much like wax crayons, but they're really versatile. You can use them with water and you can either put down a little bit of crayon, a lot of water, and it gets like a watercolour effect, or you can use them really thickly and it, it gives like a gouache type effect. Yeah, and I hate Sandra them. Sandra loves them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate them. I absolutely hate them. <laughs> oh dear. And We're then, not doing very well, and, are we, really? <laughs> and then another colour thing that I love is uh, Water Soluble Markers by Windsor & Newton. Now, when I first got these, I have to admit, I wasn't very keen because at the time I was using um, colour brush pens. You know, like they look like sort of felt tippy brush pens and I, and they were really thin and I, I yeah. liked that about them. Yeah. So when I came to these, it's like, oh, they're much bigger and less control but now I really really like them because yeah. you can use them to draw and then get really soft watercolor effects and what is good about these is they actually use I think it's the same pigment as they use in their watercolors so they're yeah. light fast as well and you like these now don't you I do now but yeah I didn't like the neocolors and I, I was just thinking actually we should probably change the title of this to um presence that um at least one in two artists would like <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Maybe instead of every artist will like yeah <laughs> and then also what i think it's a really nice little present it's a little mini or travel watercolor set and i love uh white knights watercolors but there's loads of different sets what, what mini one have you got i think mine's a da vinci at the moment I've tried yeah. all sorts mine's all about the tin and do you know what i've realized as well I prefer, instead of having the pans, you know, you, you get like a little travel yeah. watercolour with pans. I don't like pans at all. Um, they jiggle around in the tins, which drives me nuts. I want to try and find a tin where the pans are pretty much fixed into place and joined, so there's not all these little gaps down the middle, and where I can squeeze out watercolour paint into them and let it dry. So I'd much rather do that than I would have a pan I'm sure you can get that. Yeah, I haven't found one. I haven't found one that... Uh, that you I can get empty pans. I know you can buy the empty pans. Yeah, I haven't found one I don't think I found... Well, I know I haven't found one that, uh. that is what I'm looking for, but mm, I'll have to have another look. Maybe they do do them yeah. now. But yeah, I much prefer squeezing out my own colours from tubes and letting those dry out in a pan than I do the pans themselves. For some reason, I think they they seem to soften up a lot quicker. I mean, I always prime my paints if I'm going out on a sketching trip I'll squirt them with like a water bottle spray but when it's the tubes it they do soften up much much quicker than the pans so that's why I like using those I'd say the white knights actually do soften up really quickly compared to a lot of a lot of the other brands I've tried I think they're more of a an artist brand but they're not as expensive as the top artist Mm. brands if you know what I mean yeah uh another great thing is a set of water soluble color pencils now i don't use these much um i can't remember what brand i've got but i can see here you've suggested prismacolor haven't yes you? yeah um i don't know if i've got i can't what, what oh i think i've got some koinor i've got a mixture i think koinor maybe some carandash that i think i've got but they're really good as well you know if you're urban sketching or something so you can lay down some color quickly and then just apply water it's a bit more convenient than and watercolors, I guess. Although we just said the travel kit, so maybe they're not. Um, yeah. Also, post-it notes. 
Who can resist a post-it note? Yeah, see, this you can is, add them clearly to... this was your suggestion. What's wrong with post-it notes? I just... Why? <laughs> because <laughs> you can add them to your art and drive them, yeah. or you can mark your favourite pages in an art book. That's yeah, more of a stocking filler. I should have put... Maybe you should arrange that fridge. in stocking fillers, Yeah, you? maybe. And you can stick them on the fridge saying all the things you've run out of and you need, I guess, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's your fault. We didn't put it in okay. stocking Well, fillers. that's almost as useless sounding as my next one, which is a, a giant <laughs> toilet roll. <laughs> and what I, I guess I mean a, like a kitchen roll, really. So my husband, Paul, he knows me well enough um, that I would appreciate a giant toilet roll every time more than I would flowers. And so often in the past, he's come home and said, I've got something for you. And I go in the kitchen and he's like, he's got this great big roll of kind of lint-free well, yeah, like, it is like toilet roll, isn't it, really? But it's it's um, it's more sturdy, I guess, and it's you don't get the lint coming off of it. And I find that really romantic, that he knows I like that more than flowers. <laughs> and that, I'll tell you what, in an art studio, you cannot get enough of that stuff. I go through rolls of it, I really do. Um, usually when I'm changing the ink to my ink pen. <laughs> also, the other thing, baby wipes. Baby wipes. Oh God! Wouldn't you, wouldn't you just love to get a packet of baby wipes in your in your Christmas? Who wants baby wipes? I for do. Christmas? I want baby oh, wipes. Oh God, you're so weird. <laughs> I go through those loads of those as well. Obviously, you can get plastic-free ones now, of course, and the biodegradable ones, which um, obviously that's the those are the ones you want these days. So, um, but yeah, when I'm oil painting, I am I hate having messy hands. I do not like getting oil paints all over my hands at all. And it just kind of seems to be, it just goes with the territory when you oil paint. You, you take the lid off an oil paint and somehow it's all over the lid and it's all down the sides, all over your hands. So I'm constantly using baby wipes to, to keep my hands clean. So, yeah. Well, here's something that probably sounds a bit more useful then. What about brush cleaning soap? That would make a great stocking filler. Um, brush We've cleaning... gone past stocking fillers. Well, You've put those well, in the wrong well, place, haven't you? Well, yeah, maybe. Maybe I have, yeah. but it's kind of slightly bigger than a pencil, I'd say. You know, it takes up a, yeah, bit, maybe. a bit more space. Yeah. So it's basically like a bar of soap, um, but it's for specifically for cleaning um, oil paints um, off of a brush or acrylics or even watercolour brushes. It's, they're, they're really good, actually, and they're less harsh, far less harsh for your brush than dipping it in, um, you know, solvent, which I do not recommend at all. I know that we have to have solvents, but I use gambling, which is um, completely non... Well, it's non... I wouldn't drink it, obviously. <laughs> uh, unless you run out of alcohol at Christmas, I get... No, I definitely wouldn't drink <laughs> so it. Don't say stuff like that. <laughs> definitely don't drink it. Um, but it, it's... Uh, yeah, that's a really good one. I, although I'm going off topic. Cause what is this? What is the brush so, cleaning soap uh, called? Uh, again, it's one by... I, the one I've got is one by Da Vinci. Um, I, it just... Just I thought you in. called it something else. When when you said before, you called something you clean your brushes with. Oh something no, you're else. talking about Murphy's oil soap. Oh, so that's Murphy's what I was thinking. Murphy's oil soap is different. That is a that is basically a liquid soap, and right. that's also really really good. But it's much bigger and it's much more expensive. Oil soap, like in a bar, it lasts a lot longer. Does the same job, really. So, oh right, yeah, yeah, okay. We're going okay, on to bigger so, things now, aren't we? Because this is really we big. Are, this would yes. stick right out of the top 
of your stocking. Although it's actually very small for what it is. And that is a sketching stool. And the one I've got is by a mate called Lesfit, Lafey, I don't know what it is. And you're it's talking L-E-S. about a stool that's kind of like um, portable, aren't you, for, for sketches like on the go, right? Well, a sketching stool would, would say that. Really, oh, well, no, because I, I sketch in my art studio, <laughs> but I can't see myself sitting on one of those. <laughs> No, yeah, it's it's basically for taking out urban sketching. Yeah. But this thing is so light and so tiny that it's pretty incredible. Um, the only thing is a little bit tricky to put together because it, it's kind of it's it's made of, I guess, some sort of metal that's really light, but then it has elastic within it, so you kind of pull it out and then you click the legs together. Um, but that is a little bit fiddly to set up. But honestly, it's so lightweight. So yeah, if you know someone who goes out and sketches a lot, that's a, a great gift. And to go with that, if you're a urban sketcher again, a rucksack. Oh, you just can't beat it because it keeps everything out of the way. It's on your back. But then I've got one that's got a pocket actually at the back piece so it's really secure do you know what I mean so the pocket rests against your back so you can stick your money and your phone in there and no one's got access to it while you're I always wonder with rucksacks why they're designed like that with the the pocket on the back on the very very front of it where where everyone can get to it and you can't even feel it I don't get it but yeah if you're going to get one of those get get the ones with the most pockets as well inside Oh, you could actually put one of those cushions because you bought me a cushion to go in my rucksack, didn't you, Tara? A, I did, yeah. A foam cushion. Yeah, they they were like, uh, it's, this is good actually, stocking filler, though it's a bit big for a stocking, those um, cushions, aren't they? They were just the, like, they're for camping. They're like some foamy type stuff, aren't they? Some, yeah. Almost polystyrene, isn't it? I don't know what it is. Well, no, they're really they cheap. don't break. They're, they're, they're not no, polystyrene, but they're, but... yeah, they're really sturdy foam, but you can fold them up into next to nothing. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's another good one. Okay, we're going to move on to sketchbooks? Yeah. Oh, it's me. <laughs> okay. Wakey, so we've wakey. got, I uh, know, one of my favourites, which is Sea White. I, ju- I love this brand, Sea White. Um, they do these sketchbooks that, that are, they're sized, aren't they? So that they, they really cope with water really well. I mean, I wouldn't use it for a full watercolour, but they can really take a lot of water and they're really economically priced too and they do so many different sizes and they do they do actually do specialized watercolor ones but i'm just talking about the general sketchbooks and you can get these really chunky square ones in small and big and all different sizes fantastic are the, are the pages really really white uh no i'd say they're a little bit off white right okay do you only like really bright white i prefer bright white yeah and then I think moleskin I also like moleskin although not as much since I switched to sea white um I think moleskin a really nice sort of premium brand but what I like about sea white is you get loads of pages for yeah. your money then they're, they're much more economical mm. um and then if you want a really beautiful um sketchbook one that you're probably going to be a little bit scared to use uh the pink pig brand is fantastic they just do these absolutely beautiful covers and they're really hard so even the covers on some of these are hard and they just look and feel really premium they do really nice watercolor ones as well yeah that's the sort of thing an artist probably wouldn't treat themselves to because it's 
pretty and it's precious and they might be a bit scared to use it at first but if somebody's bought it for them they're more likely to just think well it didn't cost me anything at the end of the day so I'm just gonna use it yeah you know so that's that's my thoughts on that one but um I've never tried pink pig actually I must look into those yeah they are nice yeah toned sketchbooks they're really really good and I I mean I say I love the crystal white ones um not a brand what I mean is white white pages but on the other end of the scale, I really like tone sketchbooks as well. Um, not everyone's got those either, so that make a really good gift. Strathmore do a really good one. Derwent do them. They come in all sorts of, of different um, colours, but my preference are the grey and the buff. Tone, basically, what it means is the mid-tone's already there. So just using either a black pen and a highlighter pen, that's a... Actually, yeah, I would definitely say a highlighter pen on a tone sketchbook. Oh, wow, it really pops, doesn't it? really does you mean a white gel pen you don't mean a highlighter well yeah yeah, a white gel pen i thought that's what you meant by a highlighter pen you see that's what i mean by a highlighter pen yeah that is what i meant as well yeah 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 highlighter yeah um and they really do pop and i've seen some gorgeous sketches just using a black pen and a and a highlighter pen on um you know on the toned sketchbooks but also they're really good with color as well really good like with um soft pastel colors and things like that really really good my I, I saw one the other day actually that had three or four colors in it yeah and i thought that's a really nice idea so it, the one sketchbook had like gray oh tan yeah great and i can't remember i can't remember if it's strathmore or clairefontaine but i think it was one of those two yeah yeah um my favourite sketchbook currently is still the Canson XL Mixed Media. I like it because the paper is really, really white and it takes a really good wash without buckling. So that's my favourite of choice. Stillman and Burn, they do really, really good sketchbooks. Um, they've got quite a few different varieties of paper to choose from. Um, so that's another good make. And also, I've heard uh, Kosha Kuna actually talk a lot recently about how ha- I can't ever say this. How do you, how do you actually pronounce it? Hannah Muller. Is it Hannah Muller? Nostalgia oh. sketchbook. Now, I actually I haven't know. tried that one yet, but I, it's on my wish list. So it's one I'm, I'm intending to try out. But I'm, I'm figuring if, if Kosha likes it, then. I presume it, it must be pretty good because she's an avid sketcher. So if you want to know how to spell Hannah Muller, it's H-A-H-N-E-M-U-H-L-E. Um, I thought it was Han Mule. That's what I'd always say. Oh, maybe it might head. be. Han Mule? Don't know. It might be. Uh, moving on to other ideas that aren't necessarily... Um, materials and i love the idea of getting somebody an art magazine subscription so that would be a really unique and cool gift for an artist because it's not just something they're going to open at christmas and then you know that's it they're going to get to you know it's going to come through their letterbox every month so i like that idea or what one would you go for do you know well it, it depends what country you're in though doesn't it Oh, I suppose so, yeah. Yeah, and I, I'm pretty sure that a lot of people that listen to us, Tara, seem to be American. Hello, all Americans out there. <laughs> we don't know what kind of art magazines you have over there. But, um, yeah, I, I would. I think that's a, just a really nice um, gift for an artist because it's an ongoing gift, isn't it? Um, another idea, of course, is an art book. I don't know many artists who, you know, can get enough art books, frankly. Personally, as a gift... 
I would tend to go for books about art or featuring a lot of art rather than the tutorial books because obviously the tutorial books would very much depend on the type of artist you're buying for. So it's very difficult to recommend particular ones. But, you know, an art shelf full of art books of all sorts, you know, featuring art that's inspiring, I I think you can't go wrong. Maybe if it's somebody who's just starting out on their art journey and they want to learn a lot about drawing... Betty Edwards, I'm sure everyone has heard of this book, Drawing on the Right Side of the Brain. That is such a good book. It really, really is. And it actually incorporates a lot of um, what our challenges do, really, doesn't it, Tara? You know, like our drawing upside down, um, drawing with your left hand, drawing, um, I don't know, blind contour, all that kind of thing. And, you know, that's why we do these challenges because they are really, really good for helping you learn to draw and improve your drawing skills. But yeah, there's a lot of that kind of thing in her book. And so, yes, I don't think you can go too far wrong with that book um, if you're looking to buy for someone who's, you know, not a very experienced artist as yet. So I've got, um, I guess this is a sort of tutorial book. It's Sketching People, an Urban Sketcher's Guide to Drawing Figures and Faces. This is by Lynn Chapman. Now, when I say it's a tutorial book, to me, this is also a real eye candy book. Yeah. So I think you could either buy this because you really want to learn to urban sketch or just because you really appreciate urban sketch. Either either way, I think it works as a book. Um and I just love Lynn Chapman's work. She she includes different artists' work in this book as well. We've had, we've had her had on, haven't we? We have episode forty five. So yeah, check that out. Uh, and then another one I really like is a Remedial Sketches by Lewis Rosignol, also who's been on the podcast episode sixty one. But Lewis does quite grungy work, and I kind of love that grungy. Very a lot of it's very naive, although he can also paint incredibly well which you'll see if you go look at his Instagram. But I think it's just really interesting because he's got an amazing sense of composition. So I think it even helps to look at that and see how he how he positioned things. It's really interesting. Um, another of my favourites, I've talked about this a lot, is Street Sketchbook. And also there's another book called Street Sketchbook's Journeys. Both of those by Tristan Manco. And there are... they don't You don't actually have to like street art because some of these are also about their sketchbooks but you i guess if you like kind of grungy or interesting kind of art they'll be for you and then another one i absolutely love is a world of artist journal pages by dawn devries sokol now i don't artist journal but this is just like an eye candy of inspiration all different techniques people use so i definitely recommend checking that one out an online course, well, that would make a pretty unique and special gift for someone you know who would love to develop their skills further. Um, obviously, we, we've got our own. Let's let's plug our own course here. I mean, why not? You know, we, we've got this early bird offer, haven't we? It's just it's twenty nine dollars. Um, that early bird offer is still on. Don't miss that. Um, basically, on this course, what we do is we have a lot of fun just creating cartoons and characters rather than like a strict t- tutorial it gives you ideas a lot of ideas of, of creating your own characters so I think that would be a great gift for somebody who enjoys just you know playing around and doodling and if they wanted to take it further if you're looking for the other extreme of course and you want to treat someone to 
a full-on proper painting course then obviously evolve that we mentioned early on in the podcast um you know that would be a real great investment um, in your own grown-up kids if they want to learn some serious art skills for example or in yourself if you want to buy yourself a Christmas present and like I said earlier it's a lot cheaper than art school and that webinar by the way is kickinthecreatives.com forward slash evolve webinar if you want to check that out it's quite obviously that would make an expensive gift but yeah it depends who you're buying for doesn't it really it does yeah or buy it for yourself yeah uh i've got then i think cara bullock does does some great courses um she's got the let's face it one that she does every year and then she's also i did that last year not on this not going to be 2023 and then i've also done a neocolor course that was part of her thing actually we'll link all these up in the show notes so you can go there and check them out um but she does some great stuff and then carla sonheim she do- also does some fantastic courses. I- I've tried one by Lewis Rosignol, who we mentioned in the books. Um, I really enjoyed that, actually. So she has a real mix of type of things there. And then also there's stuff like Ian Fennelly, who we've had on the podcast before. There's some urban sketching courses with him. And I've completely forgotten who does <laughs> those, those courses. But I will link that up in the show notes. <laughs> I've, got, I've got it linked here. But of course, I haven't got my notes open with a link. So there are some really great subscription sites where this is, it's not like an online course as such, but it's more like um, a monthly fee for kind of unlimited lessons on all things creative. And that might be anything from art to knitting to photography. Um, the lessons that are quite frankly end, endless I think there's even baking on some of them do you know what I mean so if you're a creative if you know a creative person and you think actually if I pay a monthly subscription uh you know they can just you know dip in and out as they as they want to to learn various skills as they choose which is quite good the ones we would recommend are Skillshare um Domestica and Cra- Domestica isn't actually like that Domestica uh, paper course Oh, okay, right. Sorry. Okay, so I was going. What I was going to say is, I've actually the one I've used is Craftsy. Um, I haven't used Domestica, which is probably why I don't know a great deal about that one. You you actually mentioned that one, didn't you? Um, Craftsy's Craftsy's really good, and Craftsy is spelled C A. Sorry, C R A F T with an S Y at the end. So. Check that one out. That one is the one where it's got lots and lots of different lessons on it. And you can just sort of take the odd one. It's one fee um, and you can sort of do any of them, which I like. I really like. Well, actually, check out if you Google it now. And I'll try and see if I can find the link. I don't know if it will stay the same for how long. But at the moment, they're doing it really, really cheap. It's like ridiculous. It's like $2.49 for the whole year. What, for Craftsy? For Craftsy, yeah. Because they're trying to get in new people, I think also if you go if you look at any of these things go online sort of don't sign up just click on the sign up thing add your email and then sort of change your mind because what happens then somehow they kind of know the information and if they think that you're interested and you don't act on what you've put in your basket and you don't actually check out they'll keep reminding you and eventually they'll say 
we'll give you 50% off. So it's worth, you know, it's worth playing those They don't games. always do they it, don't do they? Always, but they do sometimes. But they do, you know, they do quite often. So it's worth trying that just before you just instantly buy something. Yeah. Another thing you might want to think about is paying for some live drawing classes for your artist friend um we've got a blog post also so if there's not any live drawing classes near you you can also do online life drawing so that might be another nice little idea would you ever do life drawing modeling tara to earn some no. e- extra cash for the electric no. bills and no no not not even closed no really yeah. no i would wouldn't fancy what naked yeah would you yeah I think okay, so. I'll, do, you, do you want me to book you, book you in somewhere? Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you somehow. <laughs> oh, no, I probably wouldn't actually. <laughs> With no. clothes I would, but no, probably wouldn't want to get my um Probably, my so do, you, out. do you think you might, you might do it, really? Would it not bother you that much? I would not do it, no. No, no, I don't think I would. No, I did. I did. No, um, I, when I was at school, our uh, our photography teacher, I always remember him, Mr. Gray. He asked me if I would do some uh, life drawing, or not life drawing, but some poses for an art class. I guess it must have been an art class. It can't have been photography. And I had to sort of stand, kind of hanging, not hanging, but half my body hanging off a ladder. For people Make to it. draw. No, I was wearing a leotard. Uh, all right. <laughs> I was only about 15 at the time, probably. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, Maybe I, I would do it in a leotard. your teacher sounded a little bit of a perv. No, no, he wasn't. No, far from it. He was lovely. <laughs> no, he was really nice. Um, I think now I might do it in a light leotard, actually. I really? might be brave enough to do that. But, yeah, not, not, with, my, not with my bits hanging out. <laughs> No, I'm the person who, like, if the curtains were a bit open, I would be crawling on the floor, you know, to try and get to the curtains so I should, could shut them. <laughs> <laughs> what about an art workshop? I think that would be a really, really cool idea. And I'm not talking about an online workshop here. I'm talking about a work, an actual physical workshop. Um, so if you can't find a physical workshop then the colleges and schools around will probably offer adult education classes, which will include art, so that would make a real good gift. Um, Otherwise, look at local art classes in perhaps your, I don't know, your local community centre might hold them. Um, Art workshops, though, I mean, I've done a couple of workshops and I really enjoyed one in particular, so... One I did, and I, was, I did it with a complete wrong person. As brilliant as the workshop was, it was nothing to do with the artist. She was an amazing artist and she taught really well. But it just, it, it, the style was all wrong for me. Another one I did was, it suited my style to a T and it was brilliant. I loved it. And they're usually sort of maybe a two or three day course, something like that. And they're really, really good. Local art classes, like in your community centre, that's exactly how I started when I realised I really wished I'd taken up art. I basically decided I'm going to go off to this every Wednesday afternoon and do a little drawing class. And I remember I realised when I got there how much I loved it and then I decided to take it further and further and enrol in further courses and things like that. So, so that is a really great um, gift for someone you think likes to do a bit of drawing but they don't think they're very good at it. It's a way of 
getting them perhaps to, I don't know, rediscover the skills they had perhaps when they were a bit younger and used to do it at school? Well, I think we've covered everything. What do you reckon? I think if Santa Claus came down my chimney with half of that stuff, I would snog his face off because I would be thrilled. I think half of that stuff would be rather greedy, don't you? One piece, one thing, one thing. I might give him a kiss on the cheek. <laughs> Actually, if they got all of this stuff, I won't go I into it. I'm, dr- I'm dreading to think what you'd do for that. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't be delivering any more Christmas presents. <laughs> He'd be exhausted. <laughs> yes, anyway. Let's moving on. Let's move on, yeah. <laughs> moving on. Oh, God, we've got Santa coming up here again. Um yes. This is our last question, which was, if you could ask Santa to bring one art-related item down the chimney this Christmas, what would it be and why? Okay, so we have got Caval Marie 24, a never-ending sketchbook, which could be compressed to a size of just one normal sketchbook. Not speaking of digital, but a real sketchbook. So I thought that was a great idea. Imagine having that. Brilliant. Yeah, but the problem is, it's not real, is it? Neither Santa, to be fair. Oh, I hope there's no That's children true. listening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got Tamag00. Honestly, motivation. It's so hard to get started to do something due to ADHD and borderline meeting with severe depression for years. So enough motivation to do arty stuff for more than about five days a year would be so soothing. I can imagine, and the strain, the, the thing about anything like depression or, or lack of motivation, because of that, it's hard to get motivated to do something. But the irony is, it's the thing that you want to do that can be so helpful for that problem. So it's a kind of, yeah, it's it's interesting, isn't it? But chicken yeah. and egg, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, I have got. Um, Reagan Slack, I think that's probably how you pronounce it. I'm so sorry, Reagan, if I've um, pronounced your surname wrong. A set of two portals leading to a cosy art studio in a quiet spot somewhere in nature. One of the portals would be mine, and the other one would go to my best friend who lives in a different country. Ah, if only. Oh, yeah, imagine that. Well, that sounds good, yeah. Mm. Also, not real light sun. <laughs> <laughs> I've got Just Joe King JR, or Junior, I guess, a sketchbook where each page is, is filled with a different kind of paper and the ability to remember which types I liked. I have uh, Untamed Sylph, uh, Untamed underscore Sylph, so Instagram, obviously, an extra room for my house to become a dedicated studio, preferably with big windows and big cabinets. I, I could do with some big cabinets. Yeah. Um, I've got Alk underscore drawing, adjustable drawing desk with customised drawers for pencils, papers and paints. Um, Alan Green, dear Santa, can I have a nice new life model, please? Her ladyship won't mind. Honest. Oh, OK, Alan, maybe I'll do it just for you. <laughs> I think we should, we should send him a man round. Yeah. Oh. He didn't, didn't say it had to be female, did he? <laughs> Yeah, let's have some volunteers. We'll find you a nice man, a man model for you, Alan. <laughs> yeah, I've got Andy W Art, and he said I would appreciate anything that would help me get 
better pictures for my artwork. I currently use a very old and beaten up second-hand iPhone. My colleagues call it the Mantique. Cheeky salt. Mantique. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Esther Arroyo, I'd love to have the possibility of attending life model classes in my city. Yeah, there must be. If you're you're in a city, there must be somewhere. Yeah, I would have thought in a city. Google it, definitely. There's bound to be somewhere. I've got Carol Whitmore. She says, a generous and kind patron with lots of money to support my art endeavours along my art education for low socioeconomic schools and kids. That's all. (laughs) Michael Beckett, I could use more shelves slash drawers in my art studio for art supplies. I'm thinking they would fit down the chimney better if Santa shopped in Ikea. Um, I'll even leave out extra milk and cookies for him if he helps me assemble them. Yeah, that's a trouble, isn't it? It's the assembly when you get a flat pack. Nightmare. I'm sorry, he's too busy with Sandra to come and assemble them. Yeah, oh yes. (laughs) (laughs) He could be sometime. (laughs) I've got Candy Oldville. She says, a private art teacher, someone to teach me how to use different mediums well. Oils, acrylics, watercolours, one-on-one. Okay, I've got Susan Steech. Uh, again, sorry if I've pronounced the, the surname wrong. I'd like Santa to ask Tara Roskell and Sandra Busby, that is us, by the way, for a collaborative painting, if that's possible, to put under my Christmas tree. I'm very grateful to have found Kick in the Creatives and I'd love to have something to remind me of its two founders. No, I'm not sucking up. This has been a godsend for me. I'm excited about my art again. I'm still struggling with confidence, but Tara and Sandra have given me the strength to keep moving forward. Thank you for that. I think that's lovely. I really, really do. But, you you know, if you want um, something to remind you of us, just keep listening to back-to-back podcasts. <laughs> and I did actually say to Susan, I, I wonder what a uh, an art collaboration between the two of us would look like because our styles are polar opposites so that could be quite funny i, I don't know yeah, what we have talked about that we before, kind of have we? yeah 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 i've got margaret gray and she says i never have enough brushes or what i really really want is a new wave pochard box so i can pack up plein air supplies and look out the windows once winter's hellscape ends and make excuses why i can't go outside to paint that day but i never have enough brushes what's a pochard box a pochard box i believe is um one of those things have you seen people that go out on the fields with their field easel and then they attach a pochard box to it so it's a box where you open it up and there's some, you've got your paints and things inside it and you, and the lid becomes a little like work area like a work surface to, oh. yeah do you, do you know what i mean it's for um ala prima painting out, out outdoors i'm probably totally wrong now yeah. but i'm pretty sure that's what it is and and she says it's a yugo new wave pochard box i don't know what the yugo oh. new wave it must be a make i guess <laughs> we should have looked that up before we read it out shouldn't we, we? should have done yeah um, and my friend kerry caffin uh, an electrical pencil sharpener that never went blunt to save time. I didn't even know you could get electrical sharpeners. But then that, that would cost now a, a fortune to run because of all the um, horrific electric, <laughs> electric bills yeah. now. So maybe what about a solar-powered ele- uh, yeah, solar powered pencil sharpener? Maybe someone yeah, needs to. Yeah, because you get lots of them. solar power in your studio, don't you? <laughs> that's very, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I've got Matthew Brianna Malcolm, a private studio, please. Oh, yes, yeah. I'd like one too. Yeah. I'd like one that's separated, a room that's separate. 
from my computer and stuff. Yeah, so that would keep, be good. Keep the stuff separate. Yeah. Mm. So we have got a brand new question for you, which is if you could go on a painting or sketching holiday, where would you go and why? So if you could go on a painting or sketching holiday, where would you go and why? And of course, it's going to be some time before we read out the answers because we're going to be taking a break, which we'll go into shortly. Yep, and as always, you can tweet us your answers, kick creators, or let us know in the Facebook group, which if you haven't joined, I would suggest you do. We'll put the question up there and also on our Facebook page. And of course, on our Instagram, which is kick in the creatives. So we hope that gave you the kick in the creatives you needed. And don't forget to pop to our website at kickinthecreatives.com to find out how you can take part in some of our upcoming creative challenges. And of course, there you can also subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. If you're enjoying the podcast, we'd be really, really grateful if you would leave us a little review or even just a star rating if you don't have much time. Also, you can check out anything um, online that Tara and I do. Um, I'm Sandra.Busby on Instagram, and I have just recently joined TikTok, very, very recently. I've not been very good at it <laughs> yet. I've managed to get 34 whole followers so far, but you might want to well check done. out my antics on, on, um, on TikTok. I'm, I'm trying, it, trying it out. So what about you, Tara? Where can people find you? People can find me at tararoskellart.com. That's my new website. And on Instagram, I'm also tararoskellart. Oh, yeah. I'm Sandra Busby Art on my website. Forgot about that one. <laughs> the most important yeah. one of all. <laughs> Um, and don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter, which you can you can find a, a link for that on our website. And there you can keep up to date with all our art challenges and our podcasts. And if you enjoy what we do and you'd like to help support us to carry on doing what we're doing throughout next year you can now do so by buying us a coffee and you can find the Kofi link on our website and we want to say a big thank you to our latest supporters and they are susan steach she says thank you for all that you do i love the tips tricks and prompts plus a podcast hosted by two true to life artists you only make me feel as weird as an artist is supposed to be i thank you for that <laughs> i love that Rachel Redding as well. Thank you so, so much, Rachel, for your support. Katie Taylor Bastian, you are both so generous and I love all that you do. Thank you, Katie. Uh, and Joanna Brown, your continuous support. It really does mean the world. Thank you so much. You all help us to keep this podcast going, especially at this sort of time where things are just so expensive to run. So it, re it means even more now than it ever has. So thank you. Um, just so you know, uh, this is going to be the last episode we air for this year um, because we are now taking a break for Christmas and a little bit early um, in the new year as well because I am going away shortly actually in a couple of weeks to Thailand for three weeks which I'm really looking forward to so we're taking a break from the podcast and our next episode will air on the 23rd of January with a fly on the wall chat between the two of us so if you are going to miss us and be broken hearted because you can't hear us obviously you're all going to be uh, why not take the opportunity to listen back on some early episodes while we're on a break yeah, so until then, we're going to wish you all a very happy Christmas, Hanukkah, or whatever you do or you don't celebrate. Let's make 2023 a very happy and creative new year. Yep. Yeah. See ya.
See ya, bye. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode. And if you did, perhaps you'd like to share it and leave a review for us on iTunes.